Hello, hello, and welcome to the Mostly Soccer Podcast. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and today I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Jimmy Victory. Victory. Jimmy Victory. Patriot. Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Patriot. Oh, I like that. That makes me sound like like I'm like a Avenger, yeah. but like a bad one. Like or one that you're waiting for ones. January 6th to come back for the anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Patriot. I like it. That almost sounds more like a character from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> kind of does. Uh, I like it. I'm going to adopt that name going forward. Change your Twitter handle and get verified, Jimmy Patriot. <laughs> and then be on some weird like subreddits with that as well. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways. World Cup, baby. World Cup is here. Uh, we lied to you the last time we podcasted and said we'd be back the first week of the World Cup. We were busy. Deal with it. Um, but we're back now. And what we better are. time than the present? Uh, and lucky for us, we're here after some of the group stage matches have been decided. The round of 16 matchups are up for some countries. Uh, just a few stragglers left. But first and foremost, Jimmy, USA, we're in. We are in, and we've been surprisingly good, like genuinely good, outside of maybe like a 15 to 20-minute stretch against Wales. I actually think the U.S. have been very good. Yeah, same. I mean, I think uh, we're going to hit a couple of the different teams, probably the teams that we think are going to make the round of 16. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, let's talk USA first and jump right into it. You know, I am not a USA fan when they play friendlies or whatever Copa America, uh, CONCACAF bullshit. I'm not into it. I'm not into it generally. Uh, It just doesn't feel like it matters. And, you know, uh, a lot of these guys on the U.S. team I do know and I do follow loosely. um, But a lot of these guys that are playing now are like, they're, they're solid European players like, uh, play for big clubs. It's easy to follow them and and uh, know how they're doing, especially the guys in the Premier League. Uh, and I'm really enjoying watching this team. Uh, I I agree that the management has not been the best, seemingly from Bearhalter, but the way the team is playing, the USA mm-hmm. have really really impressed me and should impress every uh, neutral watching the yeah. USA. And I think they have. I think that's been a surprising and a positive takeaway from this World Cup has been the fact that this team is being appreciated outside of this country as a, as a good football playing nation. Uh, the way they've played has been one. I honestly have to say for someone, Bear Holtz, who gets a lot of criticism, um, still getting criticism even as they move through the group for different reasons. And I, I'm sure we'll maybe touch on the Gio Reyna situation, things like that. But they've set up well in all three matches from the start, they've come out in the right way. I have some maybe critiques about the different things done, like the lack of making changes in second half against Wales that I think could have been done sooner and things of that nature. But I think he set them up to succeed in all three matches and they did what they were there to do, which is they moved on to the round 16 and now anything can happen. I think that we both agree. They have a potentially winnable matchup. Yeah, I mean, for as good as the Dutch have been, they haven't looked as impressive as some of their score lines would suggest. I mean, not that they've had the most intense 
score lines. I mean, they beat Qatar 2 nothing. They drew Ecuador, and then they beat Senegal, which is a good team, 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't feel like I'm that scared of the Dutch. I feel like the names in that lineup are bigger than the performances that they've put in so far. Um, and I know the Van Dyke and DeLitt back line is is scary. but Ake. Yeah. <laughs> and Ake. Don't forget Ake. <laughs> uh, but, like, they kind of looked out of sync in in the matches that I've watched. And I don't know. I, I'm not fully scared of the Netherlands. I think if you stop uh, Yakpo and, and you can hold that, I don't know where their goals come from. Yeah, I, I do think that they... They've kind of cruised through the, their group in a weird way. I mean, they did have the... I thought the Senegal match was a tough match, but they ended up winning 2-0. Ecuador, obviously, they drew, and then they had an easy match against Qatar. I mean, Qatar has been... <laughs> to say a disappointment, maybe. I don't know if that's a word, but I, no, I think they've... Qatar has been as bad as everyone expected them yes. to be. Correct. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I think the Dutch are a very good team. I think there's an insane amount of talent on the team. Uh, I do think that they, we, their defense is extremely strong. I mean, I think they have four very good central defenders because uh, I'd throw Timber into that group as well. I, I think he's rather good. Um, and I, I like a lot of the players they have, but I don't know if I necessarily like the style of mix. And they've tried different attacks in different games. We've seen Depay. We've seen Vincent Janssen throw back. Uh, we, we've yeah. seen a lot of different things. And to your point, it's really Gakpo who's really driven them forward. Someone who, you know, was linked with a big move to United in the summer that never really happened. And I, I have been very impressed with him. And And I think they're a good team. I just think that it's not... If you told me going into this World Cup, the U.S. would get out of the group, be going to a match in the round of 16 where they have a shot, and they bite your hand off for it. So yeah. I, uh, I I think you couldn't ask for more. 100%. And I mean, this is a friendlier matchup than someone like Argentina or France. Um, I, I think if, if the USA really want to put their mark on the tournament, the Netherlands is a good way to do it, and they're a beatable team. Um, I mean... The USA has done everything like well, I, I'm I'm not I wouldn't say I'm really biased toward the US. I mean, I'm rooting for mm-hmm. them. Um, but like I think they've looked like one of the better sides of the tournament. Like yeah, I would so- say top eight of the tournament for sure. Um, yeah. If they can figure out that striker position. I, I mean, that's easier said than done. Uh, look at Belgium today. But. They they. Play midfield really, really well. They defend fairly well. Um, it's just that striker position is not the not clicking. Uh, yeah. Haji Wright seems like such a huge miss to me. Like I don't know what he does well or how he got selected for this team. Uh, he just kind of like meanders around. He scored a lot of goals in the Turkish league. That's how he got selected. He, he scored a lot. I agree, and I, I think he's probably going to start. Um, unless they change the formation a bit because it looks like Josh Sargent's going to be out probably for the rest of the World Cup. Uh, uh, he hurt his ankle. It, it doesn't look good. So I, I'd be surprised if he plays. Um, so I think it's probably Haji Wright unless they kind of go like a false nine approach and play Aronson, which I'd like to see more of I Aronson. I prefer that, yeah. Um, it, or they do the crazy thing of actually playing Gio Reyna, who's played 10 minutes in three matches, arguably from a talent perspective, the most talented player on the team from a pure talent basis and just hasn't really 
And I want to defend Bearholter. This is which is Gio Reyna's barely played at all in the last year and a half. Yeah, he he plays one game and he's out. Oh, sometimes within ten minutes of getting on the field for Dortmund and he's injured again. Like, I I think it's hard pressed to play someone who's really had very minimal amount of game time over the last year, and to play them over people who are playing well. Like, say what you want about Haji Wright, about Josh Sargent, about any of the players. They're players who are playing regularly for their club teams and performing relatively well. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad decision. I, I think it's interesting. I think if finding that someone to play that role is going to be the key going forward when you look to the future of 2026, because mm-hmm. I do think their midfield is a big strength. I think Tyler Adams comes out right now. If tournament ended today, he's in the team of the tournament, which 100%. is crazy. And he, and he 100% is. And I think he's looked at. He, I mean, he's someone who you could look at. There's always players who get linked with big moves after the tournament. I wouldn't be surprised if he's there. And I know he just made his move to Leeds. Yeah. Um, and he's someone who I think both of us maybe were not always the biggest fan of. Um, and I think he's been fantastic. I, I think Musa and McKinney have been good too, but I think he's been just lights out. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Adams is just all over the place. And um, McKinney, I think, have, has been great, too. I mean, McKinney is probably one of the more solid players in that team, aside from Pulisic anyway. Uh, we should also give a shout out to Tim Ream. Love Tim Ream. Matt Turner has played great when he's been called upon as well. And uh, Anthony Robinson. I really like Anthony Robinson. Talk about a hustle player. Uh, has the first touch of one of us in the backyard playing soccer, but a uh, fantastic defender. <laughs> you know, this team just brings the energy, and I think uh, they're fairly well organized. I think they have a real chance against the Netherlands. I'm excited for it. I mean, it's a win-win for us, right? Because if we win, mm-hmm. we get through, and then if we lose, we get to stop hearing Fox Soccer talk about the USA's next match is this, and Christian Pulisic will lead the line. 9 a.m. on Saturday, coverage starts. I mean, you can't watch anything without that happening. So it's yeah. a win-win either way. <laughs> yeah, I have to say that for me, I find that to be excruciating. Every John Strong, I think, has been the the biggest the perpetrator of this. Every single match <laughs> that man commentates, it's usually him and Stu Holden of the team that do the matches together, and it every single one he has to find a way multiple times, not just <laughs> once, like multiple times throughout the match. It is infuriating to me. It makes me so upset. I understand the commercials. Like when Fox has to play the commercials to get people to watch the game, Mm -hmm. I understand. But every not everything has to tie back to it. It it, it's sickening. It it really, really is. It it drives me a little crazy. I've had it like, (laughs) and some of the I can say like, some of the comments made in different matches about certain players and. You know, Ochoa, the the one of the, the best goalkeepers player in the that's world. ever played the game, according <laughs> like, to uh, this commentary team. So, like, some <laughs> of those comments are just they're tough to take. I, I can tell you, like, honestly, I looked at it when I see those. I'm like, you know, maybe we're not so bad after all. <laughs> that's what I think. If we had a different trajectory in our lives, maybe we could be commentating and it would be like, fine. It would be fine. Like, it would not be worse. I don't think it would necessarily be better, but I don't think it would be worse. No, man. I don't know. Like you said, like Stu Holden, like I feel like Stu Holden's like a nice guy, yeah. but he's not a really good commentator. Like it's no. the same stuff when he was on Bleacher Report. It, I don't know. And that was the worst coverage ever of any sport. <laughs> um, and this that, is this is rough as well. 
Yeah. I think their studio stuff has been okay. I think after match and analysis yes. of games have actually been rather good. Mm-hmm. But the commentary during the matches is is poor. It, yeah. It's really poor, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, if you took a, it's not Bleacher Report level. That <laughs> that 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 Steve Nash, that first match, Steve oh, Nash. God. I mean, this is a was this was a man who would what he had retired what like a year or two before from the NBA. All of a sudden, was commentating matches, and within six months, was coaching the Brooklyn Nets yeah. or whatever team he was coaching. It, it was just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Bizarre. Also, another thing. Uh, this Fox Sports, they love Chad Ochocinco. They love oh, that yes. Chad Ochocinco is here. That yes. is the connection to fans who are not regular soccer fans. For some reason, they think Chad Ochocinco <laughs> is the link. Yeah, uh, well, they, he's the link, but we're going to put him on at midnight. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> and it, it, the energy he comes with, too, is so weird to me. He, he's got a very weird vibe around him. He's very shaky, very jittery. <laughs> like He's like... <laughs> He's always shaking his hands and moving back and forth. And I, I don't know. I'm not into it. That's the CTE. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, uh, from the USA group, we have England advancing to the round of 16, who will face Senegal. Uh, what are your thoughts on England so far, Jimmy? So, kind of mixed. The thing is this. I don't... I, as, I don't know if I've been too impressed with any one team individually in this tournament. I know the team that I, 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 I like going into it. We know the teams we liked and didn't like. Um, I, I'm going to take a big L when we talk about Spain, I'm sure. But um, I, though I feel vindicated with Argentina, because I think Argentina have been very meh. I, I have yet been impressed with them. Mm-hmm. But England have been doing exactly what England needed to do, which is they cruised through the group with minimal effort. Scored a bunch of goals. They have the most goals of anyone in the tournament. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, here's the thing. They got a bad draw because Senegal is a tough team. Like, yeah. I think if you're them, I would have rather play the Dutch if you're England. Because I don't think the Netherlands uh, could have. I don't think they could hang with the English attack. If England, I don't know. I, in my opinion, that's yeah. what I feel. I, I think England have a lot of talent. Um. And I don't think the Dutch have players that would threaten the English back line, which I'd still a little hit or miss on. So I think they would have been better off playing them. I think Senegal could cause them real problems. Um, I still think England will win. And I think they've been good enough. I wonder if Southgate will actually play Phil Foden, who had a great game against Wales. But I don't think he's going to. I think we're going to see him dropped again. (laughs) And I, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think they've looked okay. Um, you know, they beat down Iran, who Iran coming into this tournament, we didn't talk about them, but um, they were kind of talked up as like this team that was going to really cause problems in the group. And I thought that Iran were just flat out a very bad team when I watched them play. Like nothing they did impress me. Um, you know, if the USA had strikers on their team or people who could score aside from Pulisic, that's a two, three, nothing game. I think fairly easily for them. Um, well, it should have been two, two nil anyway. I know they scored two of, legitimate goals. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, but you know, th- and then they faced the U.S. and the U.S.A. looked better than them the entire match. Uh, they really did. The U.S.A. dominated them, and you know, I, I mean, Wales. <laughs> you're supposed to beat down Wales too. Like, 
I like this England team. They have so much talent. They're going to get past Senegal, but after that, I think it's over for them. I mean, especially France is their next opponent, potentially, and I think France is going to pummel them. So, I, I I don't know. I'm torn. I do think this English team is good. I think there's a great deal of talent. That's what I think. I think there's a great deal of talent. It depends on how you use it. Um, if they go out there and line up the way they lined up against the U.S., which I think they will from the start. Like, I think Southgate will go conservative from the start and bring on his more risky players, I guess, the way he views it, mm-hmm. if he, he needs goals. Because he doesn't, clearly, I mean, he, he doesn't trust players like Foden and Rashford and stuff to start because he worries about the fact that they'll lose the ball trying to create something. Mm-hmm. Whereas players like Sterling and Saka, who in my opinion, are not as good goal scorers as, or as creative as either of them, have the ability to hold the ball, possess, wait for the clear opening. So I, I think they're less risky, and I think that's what he's going to go. Yeah. And there's nothing against your boy. I think Saka is a great player, but he he doesn't have the dynamism that I think you have from Foden, like in my opinion, and maybe I'm biased on that, but I, I just maybe, don't see it. Maybe Foden, but I think he's better than the other players that you mentioned. For sure. I think he's better than them overall as a player, yeah. yeah. But I but I think that Rashford and Sterling both are probably better pure goal scorers than him. Oh, yeah. I, I don't see Saka as a pure goal scorer. Um, and Rashford, we should say, has been great every time he's come on the mm-hmm. field, so maybe he's yep. going to start. Uh, I think he probably has earned that at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, England, like you said, they've done what they need to do. I'm not overly impressed by them. I think they get past Senegal, but I think after that, their tournament ends. Uh, because they're going to face France, most likely. Um, and we can go there, France, face Poland in the next round. Uh, and, you know, I think coming into the tournament, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I I mean, the last World Cup winner almost always goes out in the group. Um, mm-hmm. And I was kind of low on France. They have a lot of injuries. Still stunning. Um, yeah. Kylian Mbappe is the best player in the tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's And it's not close. I mean... Messi has been great. Um, there have been a few other players who have been impressive, like Yakpo, but Mbappe is the guy, just like Messi was and still is, but Mbappe even more so. It just feels like anytime he's on the ball, he's a menace. When he's off the ball, it's even worse for teams because you have to try and cover him like a, a wide receiver, and he's untouchable. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, he's the, he's the best player at the tournament. Um, it, it, without a doubt, um, arguably the best player in the world. Um, yeah, I, I mean, realistically, he's playing. He, he's he looks back on his game. He's always looked great for France. Um, and he, if they are to pull this out, will be an amazing achievement for him, because I I look at France and the injuries that they have are massive. I mean, Benzema, you could argue, is the best player in the world based off of last year, and he's missing. And Cuckoo scored 30-plus goals last season, and he's missing. Their entire midfield has injuries throughout that are not there. Uh, but this France team is very, very good. Uh, yeah. I think I do think you you were very critical of their midfield. I, I do wonder if you've been changed a little bit. I don't know if maybe this is a chance to really see Tuchimani play yes. a bit, which is... Excellent you, player. He's a fantastic player. Yeah, and, um, you know... France has also, two players have also impressed me for France that I, I knew were great players, but 
haven't really been on their game. Uh, Griezmann is number one. Griezmann has been phenomenal. Griezmann is up and down the pitch, wins every single ball. He has been stunning. Uh, aside from Mbappe, the best player for France, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dembele. I mean, Dembele. Mbappe on one side, Dembele on the other should be illegal. That yep. is just menacing. Uh, I, I agree completely. I think Griezmann's been lights out, like as good as he's looked. He's turned back the clock. Um, and, and granted, I don't think he's been bad for Atletico Madrid. He had that weird contract situation where he could only play like 60 minutes a game and never got into a great rhythm, but at times would look good. Um, Dembele is like, I feel like his career is going to go down as like this like kind of wasted talent, which is someone who is always on any day could be as good as anyone. Could be truly as good as anyone in the world, but then sometimes looks disinterested and a lot of times just as hurt in yeah. play. Like it, but he's healthy right now. This team looks very, very good. Um, I do think they need to figure out what defense is gonna start and maybe be a little more consistent. They need to get the uh the Hernandez brothers maybe need to get their heads on a little better because they've <laughs> both been a little shaky, I think, in most of these matches. Uh, but I think France is still, uh, I mean, they should be the favorite, the defending champion. They've looked good. They should be the favorite. Yeah. They're, they're up there for me. And, and it's just the Mbappe factor is something that you can't deny. I mean, he's just been embarrassing people. Um, and they, they've looked great. I know that they, what are they, they, they lost against Tunisia the other day, yep. but they had, yep. they had barely anyone on the field. It felt like, and they didn't care. They were already through. Uh, yeah. so I wouldn't look into that very much. Uh, all right. Next, uh, confirmed into the round of 16 is Argentina, who came out of the Poland group, uh, started off with a shocking loss to Saudi Arabia. And then after that, took care of business, uh, fairly easily ended up topping the group and, uh, they're through and they play Australia who are probably the shock, uh, mm-hmm. in the round of 16. Right. I mean, no one expected Australia yeah. to get through that group. Absolutely. And Australia have been good. Like they they got through and played well. I mean they beat Denmark. Like they they they've played relatively well. They beat Tunisia as well. Like they they've had a good run. I, I think it probably ends here against Argentina. I like I said I have Argentina does not overly impress me. I've watched their games and I I don't find myself overly impressed. I think that they've. They're better than they've been in the past, which is that they don't overly rely on Messi. Like every single ball is not just trying to feed into Messi every second, yeah. which has helped them because it's helped them. They like the last game they won because of that, their ability to get other players involved. Uh, I think Julian Alvarez, my boy, adds Fantastic. a lot to this team so because good. he's just his energy and willingness to again, kind of like your boy or my former boy, Gabriel Jesus, it's a similar <laughs> player and being a striker that defends like a center half like will be everywhere on the field trying to stop play and it helps a lot and it helps this team because it allows people like Messi and Di Maria and other players to be a little more free because of the fact that he's tracking back and doing that work um and it offers just a kind of a spark to them uh because I don't I don't think Martinez has been particularly good in this tournament um so I, I think that they Argentina obviously have all the talent they have the fact that when you have Messi, whether he's at the peak of his powers or not, he still has the ability to turn a game on a second. And there's few players in the world and few players in the tournament that can do that. So 
I think they have a shot. I just don't think I've been – I haven't been blown away by them. I'll put it that way. I, granted, there's a few teams yeah. have really done that. Right. I, I mean, I think – I agree. I agree. They, they're they not relying on Messi too much, which is a big positive. Uh, they haven't been stunning. Uh, but they create a lot of chances. Messi, like you said, can turn a game on its head whenever he feels like it. Messi has still looked incredible. I know he had the penalty mm-hmm. miss. Uh, but ball, don't lie. It should have never been a penalty in the first place against Poland. Um, but he's like, he's just he's just always messy. Like, you cannot take the ball from him. He's going to run by two or three players every time, complete his pass. And it's just about the guys around him at this point, I think. He has come through already and scored a big goal uh, that's helped Argentina advance. Um, I think that they have a fairly easy road. I mean, right now... If they beat Australia, which is probably the weakest team in the round of 16, uh, they get either the USA or Netherlands, who are both very beatable teams. And then after that, the bracket hasn't really been set yet. Um, But I think there is a possibility. I think this is the right side of the bracket that they meet Portugal to make it to the final, which would be epic, which is really anything uh, or everything that we could hope for. Right. I mean, a Messi versus Ronaldo showdown to go to the World Cup final in probably both of their last World Cups, nothing would be more poetic than that. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and I do think we should say, too, that Argentina have been very good defensively. Outside yeah. of the Saudi Arabia game aside, I, I think they've been very, very good. Um, so, I mean, they're going to be tough. And I, to your point, is Australia's been great. I, I wish we could talk maybe more about them, but I think they've just played really well. I just don't, I don't see it being enough to be... Argentina yeah no I I don't think so either Um, but still an incredible run to make it out of their group when probably no one thought you would Uh, really a great accomplishment and uh, they beat Denmark right that was the team that they Mm -hmm. beat to advance Denmark have deserved to go home from the first day they have been the worst team in the tournament aside from Qatar Stunningly mm-hmm. bad. Denmark, I think, was probably on everyone's radar after the Euro to be kind of this dark horse. And they were horrific. In every match they played, they deserved to be going home. Yeah. I, I don't think they were okay in the France match. I thought they were decent against France. Uh, they were bad in the uh, But even so, it's just like uh, they were yeah. second best. Yeah, no, they deserve to go. Like Australia 100% deserves to move on over them. 100%. Not even close. Yep. Um, but Argentina, back to them for one second. I would say they're a lock to get to the semifinals. I think they'll be in the finals again, though. We'll see. We will see. I, not I don't convinced. have. I'm not convinced. I'm not. I'm <laughs> still not convinced. I will say that they've been better than I expected them to be because I I was out on them. I, I wasn't a big fan, but I I think they will move through Australia and then we'll take it from there. All right. All right. All right. Uh. Who else has made it? Oh, Poland. Morocco has made it. Poland. We talked about Poland a little bit. They're going to lose to France. That's all we really need to say about Poland. <laughs> yeah, Poland have not been very impressive. Can I say for someone to go through, I have not been impressed with Poland. I don't think that they were. I don't think they were particularly good. They did what basically they go through for doing what they had to do, which was beat Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like they they won the game they needed to win. They they lost to Argentina and did not look, in my opinion, particularly good. They weren't in, that in the match. game at all. They did not play at all. They were and dead. they 
and it was nil nil with Mexico, right? It was a nil nil the first match, yep. I believe. Yeah, like they got through just based off of one goal. Goal differential is what put them through over Mexico. I thought Mexico probably looked better than them. Uh, I it was know, close. Man. I don't think either one of them looked particularly good. Like, you know, no. this group, I was not too impressed with this group. No, this was this was a very weak group, um, which was surprising with the names on paper. Mexico going home is is a tough one, though. I mean, they they just couldn't score this World Cup either. Yeah, they and, can score. and they controlled their destiny against Saudi Arabia and they couldn't put in another goal. And they actually got scored on to end that game. Yeah. Um, so they deserve to be going home as well. Uh, and then we had some movement uh, in this group earlier this morning. Belgium shockingly going home. Uh, Croatia making it out of that group as well as Morocco, who won the group. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to play Croatia as a uh, as the second seed there. That's a really tough matchup. Yeah, yeah, they they're very good. Like they they're just can, they've been good for like ten years now. <laughs> they just been they're good. They play well. They play hard. You would have thought they needed to get the goal to move on in this match the way they played. Um, I think that they're going to be a very, very tough out for whoever they play. Um, Morocco as well. Morocco look fantastic going forward. They they really are. They're an exciting team. Like I, I found them exciting to watch. Like I, I thought they were very good. Um, uh, and I, I want to say Canada. I think Canada showed pretty well. I think Canada maybe got a little cocky and maybe talked a little <laughs> too much going into that Croatia match and just kind of set themselves up for this. Um, but can I just say Belgium? Can we talk about Belgium? I, it's weird to talk about the team that's out over the ones that are on, but for Belgium, it's done. Like this generation is done. Uh, it never happened. It's like the generation never <laughs> happened. And I know they would they make it to the semifinals, right to the last World Cup, they knocked yeah, out Brazil. And, like, but it never really fully clicked. Um, and we look at it now where we have Hazard is basically washed like Mm -hmm. his career looks to be just on the downward trajectory um i i wouldn't be surprised if kevin de bruyne retires from the belgian team that's gonna be i think this could be his last game or at least his last game for a while for belgium like he could maybe come back for the euros like or something but like i wouldn't be surprised if he spends some time away from this team yeah i mean i i I would expect that honestly i think he'll play again for belgium though like i think he'll be there in the next euro but, I mean, the rumors are that this team, uh, they don't like each other. A lot of players in the rock, locker room, it's dysfunctional. Um, you know, there are a lot of players, like you said, Hazard is on the back nine of his career. Uh, maybe the last time we see him in a World Cup, I would say it's probably likely. Uh, the and, defenders? Know, the, like, all the defenders are toast. They're gone. Like, we're not going to see Vertonga and Alderweireld, Munir. Like, no. They're done. And Lukaku, I mean, after that, putting on the Belgium shirt, it's going to be tough. Lukaku missed three insane chances to miss um, for a striker of his quality. And, you know, they're they're out. They couldn't score. They just played poorly. Uh, they were saying that they're not going to win the World Cup from the start. Uh, very weird behavior from Belgium. Uh, I'm glad to see Croatia and Morocco move on from this group. It's It's too bad that... So many talented players couldn't put on a better show, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, so I will say I would have been someone calling for Lukaku to come on. I was. Yeah, of course. I think they should have went with Batshuayi 
having watched Lukaku play, who's been, not been healthy, has not played. Bashwai did score in this tournament already. They yeah. probably would have been better served with bringing on someone like him or the the youngster who's got the very difficult name for me to say, who plays for, who just moved to AC Milan, De Ketelier or however it's pronounced, like someone like that, they probably would have been better off bringing them on. Because Lukaku looked like a player who was just not, a, he wasn't, he's not match fit. He just looked it yeah. like he didn't look like he was up to speed. Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with him, but he just could not score. It was, it was impressive, the chances that he missed. It's it's hard to miss those, uh, but somehow he did it. <laughs> um, but we all have some uh, games this afternoon uh, that will determine who goes through. In Group E, we have Spain playing Japan and Germany and Costa Rica. Uh, let's talk about Spain for a second, Jimmy. Spain were my dark horse of the tournament. Spain, I think, have been... Aside from Brazil and France, the strongest team in the tournament. And Portugal. Uh, yeah. Portugal have looked good. I think that's where I it ends. I know you hate Portugal. You hate Portugal. I think so that's where it ends. I don't know. Yeah, that, I don't know. I think Portugal have probably been my favorite team so far in this tournament. Really? Because I, I think they've played tough matches and have come out in them. So that's yeah. why I say that. Where Spain, I was wrong about Spain. I still look at Spain and I don't like this team. Like, I don't like them player wise. But it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. They're something you said. I'm going to give you credit. Don't make me up. Don't make me take (laughs) back. Which is that they are up there with as one of the best coach teams and maybe the best coach teams in terms of a good coach who has a system that they know how to play and picked players that fit the system didn't necessarily pick the best spanish players necessarily but pick the players that he knows can play the system and know how to do it mm-hmm. um and that i think that's as simple as that and and it's working yeah and i think it's going to continue to work um and you know they were the better team when they played germany too and mm-hmm. germany i think they had their chances but they were they were second best in that game a lot of the time like Spain made Germany kind of play to their strengths. Uh, Spain controls every game. They know exactly what they want to do and how they're going to do it. And, you know, I I think a problem in the Germany game was that Spain, even when they probably should have kicked the ball long sometimes or uh, cleared it out, they don't deter from their plan at all. They are strict. They know what they want to do. And I think just like Italy in the Euro, Italy didn't have the best team in that tournament. But because I think they were the most well-coached team in that tournament, they were able to get through. Yeah. Um, no. And they won. So that's that's why I think if I had to pick a team right now, I'm picking Spain to win the whole thing. I think they're the best team in the tournament. So I'm not going to go there. But I will say this. And my thing with Spain, and this is why it's, I say don't. I think Spain have a problem up top. I think that... Faced with a good defense, they will have a hard time scoring goals. I don't see a good, like a great goal scorer in this team. And I also think that they're slow. Like, I think physically they're, they're slow. And I think if they come up against a team that is willing to let them have the ball and just try to counter them. Yeah. I think if they get behind kind of like Spurs almost in the Premier League, if they fall behind, I don't think this team knows how to get back. That's like, uh, like that's I my. Know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I feel. Like 
that that's my thought on it. And again, I, I have been wrong on them already. So maybe I will be wrong again. But like if that Rudiger girl counted in the Germany match, yeah. I think that Germany wins that game. Like I, mm. I I think Germany goes on to easily win that game. Like I just don't think this team has the ability to break teams down and score goals if they if they have to go after it. I don't and know. they have to open up. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know Maybe if I I'm... agree. I don't know if I agree. I really I really like Daniel Olmo. Uh Ferran Torres has looked pretty strong. Not someone who I'd back to to be my goal scorer, obviously. Uh but Murata, if Murata plays well, Jimmy, you never know. Murata scored a great goal against Germany. Um he, did. he also missed a fairly big chance towards the end. Um kind of a half chance, but I, I just I don't know. I, I just feel it like like it kind of felt with Italy. They're not the best team on paper, but sometimes it's just about that extra 10, 20% playing a certain style can give you. Um, and I think, I think they have a real chance. I'm, I'm excited for them. I don't know. They might be playing Croatia next in the, in the uh, round of 16. I'm not positive on that, but if they do, that's a really tough test. But again, like I, I back them to go through that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've been fantastic. I mean, there's no yeah. way to say how's that they've been great. Germany have been poor to talk about Germany. Um, not at all impressed with Germany really? in either match. I don't think they were like, I don't think they were very good against Spain. I thought they looked better when they brought on Sané. I thought Sané added yes. a lot to this team and why he didn't start that game again, where Spain has a clear weakness in the fact that they are not very fast. <laughs> like, I mean, that's clear. Like watch those players play outside of like, Torres relatively quick, Jordi Alba up there in years still relatively quick. The rest of the team is rather slower side players. Yeah. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen that, but I, I thought Germany were awful in their first match, and I, I don't think that they were great against Spain. Like I thought Japan beat them well. Like yeah, <laughs> I um I don't know. I, I thought Germany played well against Spain. Uh, I think Germany has enough talent to get by uh really anyone uh and i think that's what felt like they were second best in their tactics i think against spain but the talent that came on just made plays um i, I don't know why i'm blanking on the guy's name who scored for them the oh folk uh, folk rag folk rag folk rag <laughs> i mean that's he the the goal that he scored was an absolute missile and that's like kind of a half chance uh mm-hmm. if they can make plays like that happen if they can make corner kick goals happen like they almost did with Rudiger. I think Germany has a real chance to advance into somewhere around the final four as well, depending on who they match up with since they're probably finishing second in this group. Um, yeah. I was going to say, they have to win today. They yeah, cannot they're be lost that they need to win today. They're gonna. They're gonna. Because uh, they're set in dead last. I know. Like, they're dead last in the group. They have one point. They're going to win by five today. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's fair. Put it this way, though. Say Japan. Remember this. If Japan goes out there and pulls a shocker and beats Spain, sure. it doesn't matter. Spain and Japan go through and Germany doesn't matter what happens because yeah. they can't make up those seven goals that Spain dropped on Costa Rica when I bet on Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was better. My bet of the tournament. Costa Rica to beat Spain. Boom. Seven nothing. <laughs> Uh, that was so good uh but yeah this is this is the group with my two favorite teams i think aside from the u.s mm-hmm. i love spain i love watching germany 
Um, and that Spain versus Germany game, we have to just say Pedri, Gavi, and Musiala, stunning, stunning, stunning players. All fantastic. Our future is in good hands. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of excitement left in World Cups to come. Uh, and then next, Jimmy, we need to talk about Portugal. We need to talk about Brazil, Switzerland. And Ghana and Uruguay as well. Because yes. I think either one of them who goes through could cause problems. I want to say that. Yeah. So uh, in Group H, we have no Portugal. No South Korea. South Korea is done. Uh, we, <laughs> we have Portugal on top of the group at six points. They're already through. Uh, and then we have Ghana, South Korea, and Uruguay, uh, who are all trying to battle back. Who do you think makes it in that second spot? So I think, so I've been debating this all day. I'm going to say I think Uruguay actually pulled this out and beat Ghana. Mm. I think they do. I think there's something to be said about the players they have that have been there before that have done it. Uh, though there is a lot of emotion in this game, being Uruguay versus Ghana, because of the, the it was 2010 <laughs> Suarez. The Suarez handball. Like there, There's a lot of emotion here. But I actually think I think Uruguay are going to pull this out, and I think that they will advance. Um, I think Portugal have been fantastic and done everything that they needed to do. And I know you don't like Portugal. There's no denying that you have never been a fan. Um, you whether it be for the big man up top or the other reasons, you've never just been a fan <laughs> of that team. But I think they're a very, very good team. They did lose Mendes for the rest of the tournament. Big loss. Which. Which I think is a big loss. Though I do like Guerrero. I think Guerrero is a very good player. So. I did, I did too. Until I watched him get toasted for about seventy minutes against Uruguay. <laughs> yeah, he was fair. put on his ass multiple times. That's also fair. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will say, I think as a starting eleven goes, this is one of the stronger elevens in the tournament. Um, and then and having someone like Leao on the bench who can come in, and even Mateus Nunez who can come on and yeah. make big impacts both of them in different ways, I think is big. Um, I, I think I just think there's a very strong team. They have the ability to break teams down. I think they're another team where, where it's just almost funny for a team with Cristiano Ronaldo to say this, but has trouble getting that first goal. But then once they get the goal, kind of cruises from there. Mm -hmm. um, though they, they almost gave it away against Ghana. <laughs> um, and, and that's why I want to say, I think Ghana are very, very good. And so I think this group has been a great group. Like these have been the most fun games. I think I've watched Yeah. for me Yeah. because they've all been even like all the games have been good games. Um, South Korea has been in every game has given everything. Um, and it's had some, you know, some tough breaks like the Ghana game to come back from two nil down and then to give it away just a few minutes later. was tough. Um, but I've really enjoyed watching this group play. I I'm excited tomorrow to watch these matches. Like very very excited. Yeah, me too. Um, I I'm, you know, I don't want to bash Portugal, and there's nothing to bash. Like you said, they've been one of the better teams so far, and on paper they are that. They're they're probably slated to go to the final four. Um, but I don't know. There, I think the something that I don't like about them is Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, but I also don't love. Their manager, I mean, Santos is very conservative. Uh, I think, you know, it it almost came back to bite them a little bit against uh, Uruguay. Um, you know, there are a few chances there where Uruguay could have tied the game. And uh, 
I don't know. I, I just think there's a little bit to be desired in that defensive lineup. I don't think you can be running Pepe out there and be making a World Cup final. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I will say, though, if you want to talk about the manager, I will say to the point we talked about before with Spain is they are very well coached. They know their system because he's been there a long time. Yeah. They've won the Euros. They, 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 this is a team that is well coached. Um, They're just I don't too conservative for the players that they have. That's what I was going to say. I don't necessarily know how it gels with the players yeah. that they have, where you have, especially before Nuno Mendes and doubt, like you, you have two of the best attacking fullbacks in the world, and you're not necessarily unlocking them to do what they <laughs> no, do. not at all. Um, and and I also feel like Joe Felix, I still haven't seen how he fits with this team. And I, I feel so bad for him in a lot of ways, because I feel like he's such... I've seen the good moments with him, like the talent, the things he can do. And he plays for two teams that really don't let him necessarily play his game. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, on paper, Portugal are up there. Um, they're going to get through. I think as it stands, if if Switzerland are able to advance out of their group in second place, they would play Portugal. And that is no easy game. And in that match, I would actually back Switzerland over Portugal. So. We shall see. Uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. <laughs> um, but Ghana and Uruguay, I'm picking Ghana to go through. I, I think they're going to get through. Uruguay has looked good, but they just they don't have the goal scorers. I mean, there were some really weird substitutions also made against Portugal. Like they took off Nunez and Cavani when they needed a goal and put on Suarez and someone, someone else. Um, I don't know. It would be rough for Uruguay to go home so early because they are a very good team, but I think Ghana might have them. Uh, they could lose by two and I think still go through, no? Or no, 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 uh, they have to win. No, yeah, or no. Tie, or so tie. right now, Ghana has three points. Yep. Uruguay and South Korea have one. If if Uruguay was to beat Ghana, they would go through as a second okay. place team. Um, but Ghana, if they draw, they're through. Yep. No matter what happens in the other game. Gotcha. Well, that no what matter. Like if 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 South Korea goes and beats Portugal by four, then yeah, then yeah, South Korea would go through even if Ghana draws, but that's highly unlikely. Yep. Uh all right. And then the last round of group games are Serbia and Switzerland and Cameroon and Brazil. Uh before we talk about Brazil, I guess let's talk about Serbia and Switzerland, which is probably one of the best games of the group. Mm-hmm. Um both teams have really solid lineups. Both teams would be uh, hard-pressed to go home in the group stage. I think both of them are better than that. But I have to go with Switzerland. I, I think Switzerland are just a really good tournament team. Um, and I, I think they know how to get through. All they really need is a draw here. So I, I'm going to back Switzerland. Yeah, I mean, Switzerland have been good. They were, they were so close to getting that draw against Brazil. Uh, so so close. Um, Serbia are Serbia. I mean, Serbia played well against Brazil too. I know they lost two 0 but I thought they played rather well. Um, and then the the Cameroon game, the three three, just thriller. Uh, I, I kind of think I agree with you that I'd probably, if you told me I'd have to pick, it would be Switzerland. But either way, I think if you're Cameroon or you're Serbia, you can hold your head high that I think you you played rather well. Um, no, all four of these teams in this group, actually, I think have played well, like Brazil, you yeah. can say maybe hasn't been Brazil, but they won the games. They found ways to win. Uh, they did it last game without Neymar, 
without their talisman. Like, and I think Vinicius has actually looked very good. Uh, mm-hmm. He's kind of back to the the old Vinicius where he does everything good except put the ball in the net. <laughs> but I mean, he he's got that Mbappe factor of just the the wow ability to mm-hmm. just make people look foolish yep. when he's on the ball. Um, so I Brazil actually. The more they scrap these games out, the more I keep starting to think maybe this is Brazil's tournament. <laughs> because yeah. I, if they can be that type of team, like a hard-nosed team that wins games, and then you add the Brazilian flair and the ability to change the game when you get Neymar back in the knockout round, then maybe it's Brazil's year. Yeah, I mean, Brazil is the easy pick. They've they've been the favorite for a while. Um, and they've looked very good. I don't... My only concern with Brazil is the goal scoring, right? They they scrapped out a game against Switzerland, who is a very, very good team. I have a lot of respect for Switzerland. Um, but, you know, even in their game, uh, prior to that, uh, the Richarlison goals, like, those those aren't going to keep coming, I don't think. Like, he scored a, a worldie, the goal of the tournament so mm-hmm. far for his second one. Um, they're going to create chances. I just don't know if they have, like, the player up front who can really bring them through. And I wish it was Gabriel Jesus, but I don't know that it is. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, they're another team. Like if you have to pick a final four, they're, they're obviously going to be in there. Yep. Yeah. So no, it's I, tough. I, yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, I just think that talent wise, again, they're another team that just has loads and loads of talent though. Their fullback position is like not great. So if they can come up against a team that can really, bring it to them on the counter could be exciting to see. Uh, they played Militao at fullback at Switzerland game, right? I'm pretty sure. And and then they got the the old man combo of Sandro and Danilo <laughs> holding it down outside of that. It is with Thiago Silva as well. Like, like, like a rather, you know, again, not the fastest team. Yeah. Which I, I don't want to keep coming back to that, but I think Mbappe is a great example of showing what pace mixed with talent and skill mm-hmm. and tactical knowledge can do. And when you have players in this tournament that have that combination of the three, if you run up against a Brazil, you might be in trouble. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like think of someone like Gakpo, like he could do wonders against those fullbacks. It's true. Um, all right, Jimmy, before we, I make you pick your world cup winner. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to plot again before the, the final. Definitely. Uh, yeah. We do have one question from Daniel, and he said, thoughts on Gervald? <laughs> it's the it's the Croatian defender, the young one who plays. Oh, Grindel- Gr- yeah. I want to call him Grindelwald, but that's the bad guy from the like pre-Harry Potter prequels. I don't know how <laughs> to say his name. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, man. Oh, Grindelwald. Yeah, Gr- <laughs> let's call him the Grinch in the spirit of Christmas upcoming. Uh, he said, thoughts on who his next club should be? I know that he's been linked with Chelsea. Uh-huh. As is everyone, yeah, um, and would probably fit there as well. So I'll go Chelsea. You're gonna go Chelsea. See, I think, sign everyone. So I feel like he'd be better fit for like a City or a Liverpool with his ability to play on the ball, which I think is pretty good. Um, and actually, I'm gonna say Liverpool. I'm All gonna right. put him in Liverpool. I don't know if he's ever been linked there, but I'm gonna put him there because the combination of him and Van Dyke with that pace they both have would be very very tough to break down yeah All right, but speaking of chelsea did you see the Nkuku news is basically a done deal supposedly yeah. that he's going to chelsea that scares me i do not like that yeah that's a good signing uh but chelsea have made good signings before and they don't do anything with them so Fair point 
<laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right, Jimmy. Who has looked the best to you so far? So, <sighs> one team. I am... Quick answer. France. I agree. I'm I'm with you with France. Who's going to win the I know the they thing? lost a game, but still. And I am going to pick Portugal, and I'm going to tell you my reason why. Ooh. Here's why. I have a theory. This is what I call the <laughs> the Middle Eastern King theory. Cristiano Ronaldo is going to win the World Cup in Qatar, and he's never going to leave the Middle East. He's going to sign with Saudi <laughs> Arabia, and he is just going to become this... I, I don't know what it is, but just this figure that this is where he remains. He's going to be the, like, when other World Cups come up and they need, like, a spokesperson for all these countries, it's always going to be him. He's oh going gosh. to stay in the Middle East. This is my theory. All right. Uh, my pick is Argentina, then. I was going to go with Spain, <laughs> but you've convinced me to go with Argentina uh, because we can't allow Cristiano Ronaldo to win a World Cup and Messi <laughs> not have one. Uh, all right. And my second pick, obviously, is Spain. I love Spain. And if anyone can do it, it's Spain. Yeah. Okay. Second pick is actually England. Ah, uh, no, no. England's far down on my list. I despite themselves. I, I like, I think that <laughs> if they do it, it's like to despite themselves. Like to do it in just an awful way that no one's really happy with, but they find a way to do it. Oh, God. Um, but I will say, we didn't talk about the fact that Ronaldo is like no longer a United player. <laughs> Yeah, who cares, right? That. He was barely a United player when yeah, he was. Yeah, I was gonna United say, he, I feel like he hasn't been one all year, so it's really not a big change. No. All right, Jimmy. Well, I have a work call, so we got to wrap it up. Yes. <laughs> but uh, why don't you hit him with the plugs before we yeah. go? Uh, you can follow us, interact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Very active on Twitter, especially during the World Cup. You can always email us, mostly soccer show at gmail.com. Let us know who you think is going to win. Give us your reasons. Uh, we'll try to be back some point soon. We'll be back. We'll, we'll be, be back. back before the final for sure. Probably Absolutely. final four will be here. And then the that's final. A, that's a good plan. I like that. We'll go for that. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.